You're listening to Photo Biz Exposed with your host, Andrew Helmich. This is Photo Biz X, episode number 341, and part two of the two-part episode that was recorded live just before Christmas with premium members. And in today's episode, I've asked those on the live call, what is one thing they're looking to implement in 2020 to move the needle in their business? Following that, I'm asking them to share an embarrassing moment or a stuff up. All that coming up in this reasonably short episode. Hope you enjoy this one. I hope you have a fantastic start to 2020, followed by a prosperous, fun, exciting, fulfilling and rewarding year ahead. I'm going to keep this intro short today because it really is still holiday time. It's that funny period between Christmas and New Year where every day feels like a Sunday. I've got no idea what the date is. I'm constantly asking what day it is. I hope it's exactly the same for you. I hope you're getting the chance to spend as much time with your family as I am and also getting plenty of time for leisure, relaxation, exercise, eating and good fun before the real work starts, which for me is this week, later this week, on January 2nd. So whatever you're up to, enjoy the rest of your week. I'll be back next week with a more heavily focused business-based interview, what you might know as a regular or normal episode. So let's talk more about what's in store for the rest of the year. Then enjoy today's episode. It's uncut, it's unedited, it's raw, it's unscripted, and it's just as it played out on the live call on Christmas Eve Eve. Here's the recording now. Um, let's let's go on to just quickly. Let's go around the table and ask everyone. Oh, let me ask you: What's something that you want to implement this year that you haven't actually done in your business yet? Something you want to implement in 2020 that you haven't done in the past? It could be doubling down on something that you've already done that you know is working, or it could be something brand new. Has everyone got something at, at the back of their mind, top of their head? Actually, what one thing I am going to do, which was sort of came from the back of you and Linda selling off your old um, wedding files, is I've got old horse event files there that are just taking up space. I see no reason for me to keep them. And so in the new year, I'll probably just say, right, they're available on the website to buy for the next two weeks or what have you. And after that, they're being deleted. Yeah, so that that is a great idea. I love the idea. It definitely worked super well for us. But I think that the success for us was because Linda was um, actually sending an SMS to every particular client. Yeah, to say these are your, we've got your files. We are getting rid of them if we don't hear back. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Just putting it on the website, I don't know if that will be a success. No, I'll put it on the Facebook groups for yeah, the right. actual. Yeah, good. And if you let people know individually, um, that's that's where we've got our best response. Yeah. And just quickly on that topic, I don't know if there's any. Old enough photographers here, apart from oh, there might be. A, I'm looking around at faces. I'm going to be careful what I say here. But um, when I started shooting digital, we used to back up to CD, and then we went to DVD, and then USB. And we were told at the time that uh, you had to stay up to date with what you're using to back up onto. And I don't know. Do you remember the? Let me see if I can show you these. Let me see the old C, just a CD. So this one was one of the client files CDs that we were selling. Pulled it out, and half the half the uh, data stayed on the actual the slip that was meant to be protecting the disc. So this was a the thing they talked about back in the day. They told us and warned us about, but 
not I don't know how many photographers believed it. I certainly didn't, but this one wasn't used for a long time. We pulled it out and um, that's unusable now. So I imagine if you have DVDs as backups and you don't have them to USB or in the cloud then you, or into hard drive, then you need to look at doing something. Just um, And always make sure you have two or three copies of everything because things like this go wrong. So that's, that's useless now. But we did have other backups, luckily. Uh, so, yeah, that, that is a lesson. Uh, anyone else doing something this year? Or oh, sorry, planning to do something in 2020 that they haven't done? Something new? Well, just just um, uh, something that I started doing this year, but I'll continue to do, which is just related to what you said there, Andrew, um, that I back up all my stuff onto um, drives like this so that, that they go onto, onto USB drives and then I duplicate them. So I always have a clone of each one. Keep one in the house, one in the studio, and that's fine. I also put them into the cloud. And, I, and so it occurred to me that after a year, it's reasonable to go back to couples and say, would they like to pay to keep them being archived in the cloud? Even though it, it's a limit, there's no limit to the number of, amount of data I can store there. And you know what? Most couples do come back and they, it's 50 quid a year, but if, you know, for nice. 30 couples or something this year, it's, it's worth, it's worth it. You know, it's just, so it's charging for something that you're doing already. Yes. I love that. And make it feel like actually that's got value to them because I heard somebody say the other day on, on a podcast that um, not occurred to me is, is using this way of selling it. But to say to a couple, when you're trying to sell an album, say to them, imagine in 10 years time, where, where will that USB stick be? You probably won't have a clue, but you'll know where your album's going to be. Mm. And that was a really good way. So that's a really good way to do it. Um, but yeah, so I, I thought that, you know, that's something that, that's worth having. And, and a couple of people have paid for that service and come back and said, do you know what? We actually now have actually lost our photos. We did download them at the time. We've lost them already. Could we download them again? And because they pay for the service. And obviously if they hadn't paid for the service, of, of course I'd deliver them anyway. But yes. Hey, what, an yeah. abs- what an absolute... Fantastic idea. I love that. It's like 50, <laughs> 50 quid, $100 a year. Uh, it could set up a recurring payment v- via yep. PayPal or wherever, Stripe, whatever you use, or sure. just credit card details, whatever. Make it automatic for the clients and um, you, you archive their files like you already are anyway uh, exactly. and have yep. them contribute to the, to the payments. That's, that's fantastic. Yep. I love that. It pays for, the, pays for the backup service and, you know, a few other things. So Yeah. And, and the more clients you have that, that contribute to that, the, the better it is for you as well. Yeah. Love it. Awesome. Um, who else is going to do that idea? <laughs> it's so good. Uh, anyone else going to do something else in 2020 that they haven't tried before? No new idea. Yeah, I'm probably going to implement. Sorry, I'm going to implement um, IPS definitely this year. Um, I, I see so many photographers doing so well from it and um, – I just need to generate a few more leads to do it, but um, yeah, absolutely. I think that's a that's somewhere where I want to head my photography for nice. sure. Nice. So you've got a bit of a plan on how to get sort of into that. You've got some displays to show. You've got a room set up, or you're going to go to them. How are you going to do this? No, that, that that's definitely going to be um, part of the plan. It's uh, I haven't haven't really thought about it, but I've just had the idea that that's where I've got to go. So definitely need to set up some sort of a, a room with um, presentation um, and be able to bring my customers or my clients in there just to show them. I like the idea of the pre-consultation as well. I think that's a brilliant idea and being able to qualify your clients first. Um, I think that'll be super helpful. Um, 
yeah, so that's what I want to do, awesome. get some samples in there up on the wall and be able to show people exactly what they're going to get um, before they actually go out on the shoot. And um, I love Ian's idea about, you know, having them point out what they want and they're going to be paying a, a fortune for ph- photography right from the start um, and being happy about it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that was that was definitely an eye-opener as well, how much success he's having with that. So that's good. I'm looking forward to following along and seeing how you go with it. That, that'll yeah. be good. Uh, anyone else got something for 2020? Yeah. Yeah. We'll be good. I'm going yeah, to... Uh, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. You can go. Okay, uh, this is Ed um, Shanahan, um, probably in a little bit different position than a lot of you guys. I'm retired. I was a management consultant, and I kind of do this as a side gig to pay for my, my toys and my trips. Um, so I don't put enough promotion into it. So one thing, I'm going to start promoting the business starting in January. Most of my business comes in through word of mouth. People have done work for before and referrals. So I want to jack that up a little bit. But the other thing I've learned is that with my family work, the thing that I think I've been leaving on the table, I've done all shoot and burn and it's probably partially to increase my own revenue, but also I've realized that it's a disservice to people to give them files. I mean, I think that's finally just dawned on me. Most of the people I'm doing work for are really busy people. And I think it, it puts a smile on their face when you can do more of giving them the end product and the thing that they envisioned. And it's just not another thing in their to-do list. So that's where I'm going to. I love that. I think I'm not sure if you've heard any of the interview or the late, latest interview with Hart Tan from Singapore, but he his business is based on servicing super busy clients and yes. doing everything for them. So he basically drops off these framed prints at the end of the day. Uh, and and uh, even other guests I've interviewed uh, hire a handyman to go and implement. Sorry, go and hang the, hang the, the the printed products in people's homes as well. So. Mm. There's so much we can do for our clients to, to make it a full service. Uh, Elle, you are going to add something there as well? Uh, I was just going to say that I, not a new thing for me, but definitely something that I know that I can expand on is my third-party marketing because, again, that's kind of um, my shoot today is coming from a, a voucher client. So, again, you know, when life, you know, I know we were saying earlier that someone, um, his wife has been, they've been in hospital and their wife had cancer and think, yeah, you just never know when things are going to pop up. And for me, it was um, a baby this year, but my third party marketing has just been ticking on in the background. And um, I know that there's so much more potential out there to be getting clients from that third party marketing and, and, um, and things like that as well. So that's going to be a, a big thing for me whilst I'm on maternity leave is, you know, going around and dropping off more vouchers and things and, and um, creating more connections there so that when I, um, you know, ready to relaunch my business in the middle of the year that there's already sort of people booked in from, from that sort of thing. Nice, nice. Um, we, we might change the topic um, now unless someone else has got something urgent to say or add. But before, before people start dropping off, because I know it's, we've already been on for an hour and uh, I'm happy to go for another half hour and talk about embarrassing moments and stories if you've got them. But before you do go, if you can use the chat window and add your URL, because I'd love to add a link in the show notes to your URLs, and you can include a keyword phrase or anchor text that you'd like me to use if it's going to make sense. So, you know, um, Outback Australian portrait photographer for Rachel, for example, and then I can link to her her website. Um, you know, Dean Northern Beaches family photographer. So come up with, uh, add your URL and then the um, the keyword phrase or anchor text you'd like me to use in the in the chat window 
So Mervin, add, give me your anchor text as well. If you can put the anchor text in the same comment or chat as your URL, that'll be heaps easier for me so I can match it all up. So uh, if you've already added your URL like Mervin has, just go back and add it again with the, with the anchor text. So Rachel's there, agricultural photographer. Fantastic. <clears throat> Newcastle Hunter. Celebrant. Do you want wedding celebrant, Julie, or just celebrant? So just be super clear. Exactly what you want is what I'm going to be adding into the show notes. French wedding photographer. I like it. Cool. Who um, who wants to kick off with an embarrassing moment or story? I've got some. Um, when I was going through the old files, this is this is my my very first business card. Can you can you guys see that? <laughs> yeah, it's really funny, Julie. So this is this is Linda's cousin and a friend of mine who who didn't know each other before this shoot. Uh, we went out to a location that we heard was pretty popular. So this is probably 20 years old. We, we borrowed a wedding dress. I can't remember where we got this from. Uh, and he had a suit. And the business as a, t- a terrible name, Weddings, Portraits, Anything. <laughs> that, was, that was how we started. And yeah, we, we got inquiries to photograph anything and everything, some weird stuff. Um, and here, what's on the back here? It's uh, for all your photographic needs. As I say, Andrew and Linda and our phone numbers. Pretty funny. Memorable, memorable images to treasure forever. <laughs> so that's 20 years old. Pretty embarrassing, but that, that uh, sort of got us our start. So I don't know if anyone's got any, any embarrassing stories, maybe uh, old business names, bylines, taglines, or actual things that have happened to you on shoots. Uh, anyone happy to kick something off? I'm sure Julie. I know Julie has because she's actually got one, a, a YouTube video we've linked to after her interview, tripping over. What, what happened, Julie, again? Um, yeah, it was just a very slippy deck. It had been raining and I was trying to get out of the way of the kiss photo because I never want to be anywhere near it. And, uh, yeah, I just legs up in the air and came down really hard on my back. Uh, so instead of everyone looking at the kiss, everyone's eyes turned this way to where I was. So it was very, very embarrassing. <laughs> um, can you, yeah. can you add a link to that, Julie, uh, if you've got it handy? And I've got to yeah. say, when I saw this, like it sounds funny, you laughing and talking about it now, but when I saw it, I went, oh, my God, like that was yeah. that was a hard hit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyone else had anything like that happen? Yeah, Mervyn, <laughs> you must have had a few doing your, your style of shoots and embarrassing <laughs> moments. <laughs> Mine's actually less embarrassing and more... Um, it was actually quite horrible. So um, I switched, I don't know if anyone here, I don't know what you all shoot on, but I switched from Nikon to Sony. And in Sony's bid to be different, the slot, slot, what would make sense is slot one on your, on your SD card side is, is the top one and slot two is the bottom one. But on Sony, it's the other way around. So slot two is the top slot and slot one is the bottom one. Long story short, uh, in, a, in a bid to, to get some photos off the card uh, to, to give her a, a Polaroid, um, long story short, I deleted her photos. I formatted the card right there and then. Oh. Like, yeah, thinking I'd, thinking I'd formatted the backup, I formatted. So I still had the backup, but I formatted the rules. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, it was awful. <laughs> I mean, I still had the backup, right? But they were JPEGs, but oh, man, it was, it was horrible. Oh, that's and that feeling when you first realise it—it's like, please, please, no, please, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. that's horrible. <laughs> oh, all right. Who, who's, we've got to follow that with a funny story. <laughs> Anyone got any funny ones, Nick? Yeah, I, mate. I, oh, sorry. Um, who, who was jumping in there? Me. Yeah. Kate. 
Kate. Uh, yes, yeah. I recognise your yeah. voice, but all the, the images are moving around. Yeah, fire away, oh, okay. Kate. Um, so other than <laughs> wearing this hat today, um, it's not actually my embarrassing moment, but I often listen to podcasts when I'm travelling to and from shoots and you know i can i can travel 45 minutes to a couple of hours for a shoot anyway i was listening to joel dunn's interview and was driving and he at the end of um the 10 quick questions was telling us about his i don't know if you guys have heard it if you haven't go listen to it um his uh, most embarrassing moment well I, I was crying laughing. I actually had to pull over on the side of the road and sort myself out, collect myself. And then when I was right, then I got started to drive home again. I was crying. It was, it was so hilarious. I don't even know how he survived that most embarrassing moment. Anyway, um, and I giggled all the way home. But I, I literally had to pull over on the side of the road and collect myself. If you haven't heard it, go listen to it. That man, I don't know how he lived through that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Uh, who else has had a, a, an embarrassing moment, even a stuff-up? Uh, I've got plenty of stuff-ups, but I won't go into them unless we get stuck. <laughs> Actually, the only wedding that I've photographed is the reason why I don't do weddings. Um, so I photographed it all, and I've known the family since I was five, so that's why I've made an exception. And at midnight, having photographed from sort of 10 in the morning till pretty much up until we left. And I pulled the cards out of the camera and it's like, yep, they're downloading them. Yep, that's fine. Pull out the other cards from the day. There's nothing on that card. It's like, interesting. Pulled out another card and there's nothing on that card. It's like, this is interesting. My husband looked at me and goes, you all right? I said, yeah. I just have a solution that I'm still finding to the problem that I have, but there is a solution and I'll find it. <laughs> Pull out another card. No, nah, there's nothing there. It's like if they were on the back of the camera, I saw that this, I kind of lost nearly an entire wedding of photos. No. And um, anyway, I was pulling out all the spare cards out of the a different pocket in the camera bag. Oh, <laughs> and when I went racking through the camera bags, I like, oh, no, that's all the other ones they used. <sighs> Lucky, lucky save. <laughs> there was that whole stay calm. There is there is a solution to the problem. I just haven't found it yet. <laughs> Cows and sheep and horses and oh gosh. Machinery Scary. and crops. It's so much easier. I don't know how you guys do it. <laughs> who who shoots Nikon here? Who shoots Nikon? I do. <laughs> Nikon. Who shoots Canon? Right. Fuji? Sony. No Fuji. Sony? How would you go? How would you go at a shoot? Let's say you're at a shoot, mid shoot, and someone hands you another brand camera to shoot with. Could you do it? Yeah, I reckon I could. could yeah, mm. a wedding. Everyone? I think I think you do. You I reckon I could, but it'd be a tough one. Right. So I, I had to do this uh, a few, well, quite a few years ago. Now, I uh, I started. I'm shoot. I'm a Nikon shooter. And for some reason, every uh, two out of three images of coming out of my camera when I got to the groom's house was corrupted. It was it was it had some sort of artifacts on it. And the only workable portion of the, 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 the card was the bottom quarter of a segment. So imagine like if you divide your image into four, so the bottom quarter was the only part that was good every single time. And it turns out there was an, an issue with my shutter. So, and every third image was okay, it would work. So, so what I did, I was at the wedding, it was first of all, 
I went to my backup camera, which was another Nikon D1 something, and put the battery in it, which I religiously charged for the last couple of years while I was using the new camera. And the, it took one shot and then the battery went flat. So I, grabbed, I had three spare batteries. None of them held a charge for the backup camera. And it was a different battery to the new camera. So the batteries had just failed because they hadn't been used, just charged over the last couple of years. So I thought, okay, I'm at the groom's home. I've only got one camera and three quarters of the image is unusable. See, Julie, if you have to go, it was unusable. So I, I just shot the crap out of these guys and tried to get some images where the, the, I composed to the bottom right quadrant <laughs> to use. And I was going to crop later. And I had an assistant with me. I had uh, Alicia with me and uh, she didn't have a camera. She was just helping. So I said, okay, you've got to go through my phone, ring these photographers, see if they've got a spare camera. And I started with the guys that shoot for us. No one was available. And um, we're on our way to the, the bride's house. Same issue. I had to just shoot the, shoot the crap out of the, the bride and bridal party, the girls. Still no camera. Alicia got onto Corey, one of our other associate shooters, who shoots Canon, I shoot Nikon. And he, he met me halfway through the ceremony uh, at the church and gave me his, his Canon. And I had to shoot the rest of the day. But I don't know if anyone's ever changed from Nikon to Canon, but everything is reverse. Like the zoom is opposite. The buttons are opposite. The, he, had, he was a sports photographer, so he had back button focus when I wasn't using that. I didn't even know how to turn the LCD screen on to check that I was in focus. I was just, and I'm shooting JPEG only and using the, um, just using the histogram. Uh, it was the, the scariest day I've ever had behind the camera. But the, the couple never knew. The only comment I had was during the, the, the shoot with the bridal party, a couple of the guys, one of the guys said, mate, this is like it's your first wedding with that camera. <laughs> he literally said that. And I said, if only you knew half the story, mate. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, got away with it. So pretty, pretty lucky. So I'm sure all of you have backup gear when you, when you go to a shoot. Yes, everyone has backup gear. Yes. <laughs> yes. Anyone else had any big, uh, any big stuff up? Embarrassing stories? There's got, to, there's got to be some for sure. Nick, did I? I, I can't remember if I, if I said this. Or, did, did I say an embarrassing story when I was? I, on the, I can't on the remember, Nick. Before. I don't always ask because it depends how what's happening in the interview. But what is yours? Well, there, there's two. There, there's one where I had got into the habit of saying to groups, especially with guys, not to have your yeah arms hanging down because it looks like you got a prosthetic arm. Yes. Um, so I said, put it in your pocket and like that. And so I said this to, to one gentleman and he said, well, look, I actually do have a prosthetic arm. Oh. <laughs> there was that. <laughs> a bit awkward. <laughs> I thought, I can't back out of this one. There's no, there's nothing I can say to improve this. Um, but yeah, I can't remember if I said that before or not. The other one was, um, I had a wedding. I was at a wedding fair in a venue and, and the venue was a, a hotel that's kind of on a, on a hill so there's a forest behind so it goes up quite steeply behind it and there's a nice kind of balcony big balcony so I was on the way to this wedding fair and I, I remembered halfway there that I'd told in exchange for a free a free spot at this fair I, I was told that it, I, I, I agreed to take some photos of the fair to go around and just take the other suppliers I forgot my cameras so I thought oh crap I haven't got my cameras with me but I thought I know, I've got my drone in the back so I'll, I'll take some some nice footage from above around it and that will kind of be the similar sort of value, value. there was um, a couple of models there that were modeling bridal dresses so I got those I got those girls out onto the balcony took the drone up while it was up there 
I realised I didn't have the SD card in the drone. So <laughs> I thought, this is going from bad to worse. I thought, I can't back out now. So I, th- I thought, what I'll do is I'll do a circle, pretend to, to be recorded footage, and I'll come back the next day and they'll never know. And I'll, and I'll just, I'll just I'll wing it. So I was going around saying, this is great. Oh, this looks beautiful. It wasn't recording. And then on the screen, just saw it was sweet round. And then all I saw was a tree. And, it, and then I flew, I flew into this forest and I, and I got it stuck. So I had to go and retrieve it. it. Took me about two hours to get it back. It, it was really brambly and thorny. I got back to the wedding fair and I had I had cuts on my face. I looked like um, Jack Nicholson from The Shining. So I didn't have many. Didn't sell many weddings that day because I was covered in blood, um, and and didn't even get the footage. I couldn't face. Come, I, I did get the drone back, but I didn't come back the next day. I just, just didn't answer the phone for a couple of days. Nightmare. Oh, it's a shocker. <laughs> Who else has got something? Bo, we haven't heard from you, mate. Ellen, you're on the call. Hi, Ellen. How are you? Hello. I finally got my Skype working. <laughs> and Julie's got a uh, an assistant with her now. <laughs> has she? Who's that? Oh, me, of course. No, 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 no. no Julie and the, Julie's got someone with her. She's, she's away. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> her niece, Grace. Hi, Grace. <laughs> So who else, who else is going to finish this off with it with an embarrassing story or a, a stuff up? Anyone got anything else? Must be some. There's got to be. I did have a I did have a horrible wedding. Um, I had, um, it was early on in my career, and I had a had done a couple of weddings which I'd got really good feedback from, and I was used to using long lenses and shallow depth of field and everything, and I got myself a 16 to 35 mil lens and decided that I was going to do the whole wedding in that and um, <laughs> thought I did an okay job. And then when it came time to show the clients the photos, they said, we don't like any of the photos. That so <laughs> just killed me after that. I, I actually didn't shoot weddings for another five years after that. It was uh, <laughs> the end of my career as far as I was considering. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's so good. I wasn't very happy about that one. But that, that is a pretty dramatic change to make, though, from one wedding to the next. <laughs> yeah. I'd only done a few before that. So. Wow. <laughs> Anthony, you must yeah. have had a couple. Um. Well, I, I don't have any like stuff up type of moments, but I had a recent uh, funny story that I've told a few friends of mine and they always wind up laughing. Um, so because of this moment, I've just I've just stopped answering the phone uh, for phone calls for my business line. So I answer the phone and I'm at home. My wife's, you know, on the other side of me. I started talking and I got a phone call from some, some guy who was asking about a couple's boudoir photos. And uh, so he was asking if I do them. And I said, well, funny enough, um, you know, I'm trying to build up boudoir into my portfolio. I don't have a lot to show. Um, I've got some females that I've done, but I haven't done any couples. And, um, but I would love to do a couple session. And so if you would like, like, I would love to meet, you know, you and your girlfriend and we can, you know, discuss the shoot. And then from there decide, you know, if we want to move forward and plan out the shoot and all that. And, um, so he starts talking about how he's an underwear model and, um, 
just like just very very strange questions that had me just feeling not like I was just going what is going on um like a, a few of the questions he'd asked was like are you okay with you know males and I said yeah yeah that's fine and then like he was asking uh if I was straight or like what my oh. sexual orientation is and <laughs> so I'm like oh. yeah yeah like it's it's fine you know like you know and so my, you know my wife's hearing all this in the background and I just see her like she's she was working schoolwork and then I just see her like staring at me going what is going on <laughs> and so uh right before like we were getting off of the phone call he says um well you know is it okay if I send you a picture of us too so that way like you can see us and I said I mean, if you want to, you can, but like, once we meet, like, you know, it's, you know, it, for me, like, it doesn't matter what people look like. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying my best because I don't do boudoir, you know, as a thing, but I want to build it in. So I'm trying my best to like make him feel comfortable and all that. And I, I said, yeah, I mean, if you want to go for it, but you know, we'll meet in person, you know, and we'll, we'll discuss it. But so uh, we get off the phone call and then my wife just goes, what just happened? <laughs> and so I'm like, I, so I'm trying to explain it to her, like the conversation that I just had. And I get a text message of just a picture and I get a, I'm trying to think of a nicer way to say, um, I get a gen- genital pic, I guess. <laughs> and I, <laughs> And then another from his supposed girlfriend. Um, and so I'm telling my wife and then I just put my phone down and I just go, oh, my God. <laughs> and she's like, what? And you know, I tell her what it is. And she's like, oh, my God. And um, so then I get a phone call from him and I just decided not to answer. <laughs> and then he texts me again saying, Hey, uh, I have some other underwear model friends of mine that are interested too. And then he starts sending me more pictures, picture, 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 like, and it was just, everything was all in my face. And so (laughs) after that, um, yeah, I was just like, I was just in complete shock. And I had told him like, I'm going to send you a link to set up a, I was going to send him a Calendly link to set up a meeting. And so. I just told my wife, I don't know what to tell this person through an email. And so I had to have her craft an email for me, basically saying like, this is inappropriate. And, you know, <laughs> but if you want to meet and you're serious, yada, yada, yada. So yeah, that was my funny wow. so, so this moment guy, that happened. He, he was just looking for an excuse to send you photos. So I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it was a serious thing. Like I think it was either just a joke thing or it was a, like, it was just something that, he was into or something i don't know well we won't use those uh, we won't use those images in the show notes for this episode (laughs) (laughs) no we won't yeah (laughs) oh so um if you haven't read the chat make sure you read katrina's story there um that sounds super embarrassing uh and also there's one there from Kristen as well a great one Uh, i can just imagine you're getting hit in the head with tennis balls as well and in the, in the face. Sorry, buy tennis balls in the face in front of clients. That's got to be great. 
It's, uh, Katrina, yours sounds terrible. <laughs> Seeing that same client again after missing up a shoot. Uh, um, have you, is there too much noise is there, Katrina, where you are? Too much noise. Okay. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. All right, guys. I think I think that's everything. Unless anyone's got any other stories they want to share, I, I want to say um, a massive thanks for, for being here today and also for your support throughout the year. And um, I hope you guys have a, an amazing Christmas, a great new year, and hope you get some time off and get to enjoy it with your families. Um, I don't know if Anthony's story was the best way to finish this <laughs> or not. <laughs> Like I'm that. sorry. <laughs> Especially with Grace just coming on to hear that one as well. That's, uh, that's terrible. <laughs> so yeah, How much guys, time is everyone taking off? Can I ask? Yeah, for sure. How much time is everyone taking off? I'm taking six months. But <laughs> wow. you have a you have a different excuse. <laughs> I'll be back with a vengeance. <laughs> Mark, how long are you having off? Oh, there. Um, I'm actually, I work during the day, so this is still a part-time for me. So I, I'm still working, but I have a couple days off uh, over the last couple of days. So I'm good. So I'm only good. days, so literally days off. Yeah. 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 I've taken all my vacation already this year. So I've had just a few days before the new year to start again. So right. yeah. Who's yeah. Who's, so who's this there? is a part-time for me. So sure. Yeah. Who, who here is from the States? Who's from the States? Show of hands. States. Couple, yeah, right. You guys, you guys seem to work incredibly hard as far as a nation goes compared to, say, <laughs> Australians. Um, I don't know if Canada's the same as you guys or Canadians or more like us, but you guys work so hard for, for, for a few holidays. So I can really see the attraction of having your own business and working for yourself um, mm-hmm. anywhere, but especially so in, in the States if you can build a, a successful business. How, how much time are you having off, Julie? Mervyn, how much time off? Chris? Uh, I reckon uh, Christmas Eve, uh, Christmas Day, and Boxing Day, of course. Even though I'm in the US, uh, you know, we've always celebrated Boxing Day. Right, Jane, so, my so wife, and I. Three or four days. That's it. So yeah, take uh, three days, and then um, I've got a wedding on New Year's Eve. Wow. Okay. Oh. Straight into it. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Yeah. So it's a Roaring Twenties theme. So it should be really interesting. Oh, fun. Good. That's quite cool. Yeah. Um, Julie, Mervyn, how long are you having off? Uh, yeah, I'm a workaholic, so I'll just email every day and uh, <laughs> um, I'll probably take maybe a day, two days. I've loads of ceremonies to write. There's always something to be doing, maybe getting ahead, planning my social media for January. So, right. yeah. So, but Sundays, there's going to be computer closed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mervyn, you having some time off? Uh, yeah, maybe two or three days. I think uh, I took some time off uh, last month, so I'm kind of like catching up with myself now. So I think I'm gonna take three, maybe four days off over Christmas, and then back on it. Wow, uh, Kate, you having some time off? Uh, just a couple of weeks, but I stupidly did book a couple of sessions in there. So yeah, okay. coaching. I, I had such a good time in coaching and I had such a good time in my promo that I, I forgot it was Christmas there for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, just crack on through. <laughs> cool. Rachel, yeah. you having time off? Um, I've got a two-week Christmas shutdown from DPI, but I'm on I'm available for emergency response and stuff like that. Um, so photography-wise, I'll actually probably use that to 
do website stuff and cleaning up <laughs> so here and there. Tinkering at home. Think about some, yeah, yeah. Admin. Mm. Cool. What about you, Bo? Um, pretty much the same as Rachel. We've got another business, so um, we're planning on taking two weeks off and hoping to get some social media stuff sorted and get ready for the new year and hopefully, yeah, ramp it up a bit. Nice. So it sounds like everyone's having time off but still then doing admin stuff, answering yeah. emails and all the things that usually go along with running a business. So are you the same, Ellen? Yeah, I think that's just small business 101. Yeah. Um, I heard a great, great quote the other day. It says, small business owners are the only people that will work 18 hours a day to avoid working eight hours a day. Yeah. That's pretty true, isn't it? It's, I was like, yeah. I love that. That really resonates with me. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I mean, even on holidays, I find I've always got the computer open. I'm always answering emails yep. and um, yep. I feel like you never get away from it. But at no, the same time, not at all. You, you still have time to do the other things that you want to do. So I, I wouldn't swap it, that's for sure. No, exactly. Yeah. Cool. All right, guys, look, thanks again for, for being here. Have a, have a fantastic Christmas with uh, whatever you're doing and whoever you're with and uh, looking forward to, to chatting to you again in the new year. Uh, the plan is, if this recording worked, is to release it as a, an episode or two, uh, yeah. two episodes. Uh, so you can have, you can have a, a two weeks off from the podcast, that is for sure. And uh, I'll, be, I'll be back in a, in a couple of weeks with some fresh content as well. And Andrew, on behalf of everyone in the PBX community, thank you so much for all your hard work because we really appreciate it. And I know I'm not the only one that hangs out for a new podcast on a Monday. And we love listening yes. to your voice and your funny stories and everything at the start <laughs> of the podcast, as well as all your guests. And the recent one in Bali and your massage had me giggling <laughs> as I was driving along as well. Because <laughs> I just, oh yeah, too many images in my head. But, no, thank you so much for all your hard work because we do really, really appreciate it. Oh, thanks, Ella. It's a pleasure. I love doing it and I love, um, yeah, I mean, I love you guys and having the community and being able to do what we do. And, yeah, it's, it's an awesome group of people and it's because of you guys that, that it's possible. So thanks, Ella. And thanks, thanks everyone. Let's, let's cut it here and um, we're, have, a, have an awesome day, whatever's left of it. Don't drink too much or drink as much as you can. <laughs> depending on how you want to approach the rest of the day see you guys have an awesome Christmas bye Bye, Andrew bye everyone bye Bye, everyone everyone. everybody Merry Christmas bye bye see you guys see ya If you have enjoyed this episode, head to photobizx.com. Join the conversation, leave a comment, and share your thoughts on the interview with Andrew and today's special guest. 